I'm Pat Hyben, and over the past 25 years, I've sold over 7,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in volume. In 2010, I sold my team business to my top agent and went on book tour promoting my book, Six Steps to Seven Figures, a real estate professional's guide to building wealth and creating your destiny. That book went on to become a New York Times bestseller. Now I live off the passive income streams from the real estate I bought with commissions I earned as a full-time agent. And I am committed to giving back to the real estate industry as so many mentors of mine have given back to me. On this show, we'll interview the world's best agents, brokers, coaches, and investors to help you make more commissions and create the life you deserve. Okay, guys, I got a great uh, group here from my hometown, Baltimore, Maryland. I got Joe Sacchetti and Andrew Undum. These guys have a sales team called the Sure Sales Group, and it is lighting the city on fire. I mean, this is no joke. And the cool part about it is that, you know, they do something which makes them more money, and that's double dipping. They do a ton of of double dips where they sell their own listings. And we're going to ask them how and get some extreme specifics on how you can double dip and double your commissions at the same time. So that and many other things I'm excited to jump into. So without further ado, Andrew, Joe, welcome to Pat Hyben Interviews Real Estate Rockstars. Hey, thanks, Pat. Happy to be here. Hey, Pat, guys. Great. Thank you for having us tonight. My pleasure. Thanks for both of you for taking the, the, the time out. So why don't you, um, you know, tell the Rockstar Nation a little bit about you guys so they can get to know you better. Uh, I'll jump in, Joe, here. I have um, been selling real estate for about 15 years now. was um, in and out of uh, building team and um, uh, married, living downtown Baltimore. That's usually where I'm selling most of my real estate is in the city of Baltimore. Uh, as of uh, the last few years, working with Andrew here um, and just decided let's uh, create this as a sure sales group and we're running a team since that's um, here to last. So, Awesome. Thanks, Joe. And Andrew Undum, the other half of the team here, uh, 29 years old, six years in the business, uh, had a, created a partnership with Joe and, uh, four years ago. And also live in Baltimore City, and we also work the greater Baltimore market. Married with, just had my first baby, so now I really need to step up my commissions. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's get some nitty-gritty. Like, how many houses did you guys sell, say, in the last 12 months? 324 units. Sweet. Wow. And uh, what was your ECI, your ego commission income on that? The ego commission income was about $2.3 million, but... Like you mentioned, double dipping, we, we like to focus on the net. Yes, absolutely. So what what, what was your uh, net profit? Profit margin runs about 62%. Wait a minute. The profit margin, is that cost of goods sold and, and expenses taken out? I mean, that's what you're left with is 62% or you spend 62%? No, that's that's right. With net profit, 62%. We're, we're kind of run a lean, mean uh, operating machine here. We don't have a lot of overhead. 
both of us as the team leaders produce a lot. And uh, again, we focus on the net. No one, no one cares too much about the ego commission income. No, that's a huge net. I mean, for a team, um, that's a massive net. You know, uh, it's crazy. I, I need to find out how you do that. Um, how do you do that? We weren't there four years ago, and in fact, we weren't even there three years ago. You know, it's it's all about just constant, constant communication with one another and review of where we are with our numbers, um, leveraging some relationships from time to time to assist. I mean, uh, usually, uh, you know, a partnership. Uh, once you split it, do you guys split it fifty fifty? We do. Okay, so usually when you have a fifty fifty partnership like that, by the time you know, everything's paid and it's split. There's, there's, you know, the cheese is not that, that much. And you guys are pulling out 650, 700 each at the end of the year, which is great. Uh, so, you know, what, what does your team look like? Or is it just you guys? Well, Pat, again, one of the reasons is we, us as the team leaders, we do do a lot of the production. So um, I know a lot of these team leaders, kind of step back and build it out and maybe we'll be there one day. I'm sure we will. But for now, we like to just lead by example. We have, uh, including Joe and I, plus 10 other licensed agents. And then we have one full-time admin. Her name's Tara. She's an absolute rock star. Wouldn't sell real estate without her. Props to Tara. Props to Tara. And then we have an OSA and an ISA and that's it. Very lean. Okay. So let me get this straight. So you got 10 agents, first of all. At 62%, and let's just say, you know, you've obviously got some costs that you're paying to software, hardware, office rent, phones, whatever. You got, uh, you know, Tara's salary, you know, let's say 8, 10%. That's bringing you up down to 22%. Are you paying your agents 20% and keeping 80? Or what kind of splits do you got on, with those guys? I'd like to think we have the most fair splits in the industry. I mean, we're, we're giving away, they're keeping 70 to 60%, depending on how, how the cookie crumbles, maybe. So they must not be selling anything. You guys are selling all the houses. They got some up and comers. You know, we got some good guys, uh, I think. But if they were selling anywhere near a decent amount, you're, you wouldn't be able to maintain that 32%. I mean, that. Like they sell it, I think, out of the 92 million of, of, of volume we did, Joe and I ourselves did. Uh, probably about half of it. Um, so I, I run my personal book. Joe runs his personal personal book. That's that's quite a bit. And then we split a lot too. Like this builder inventory, we take down together, and and that all just goes straight to the to the house. I got it. So you guys don't take commissions, and you just split it in fifty fifty. Correct. Okay. Cool. So uh, talk to me about why you teamed up four years ago. Why why did you decide um, that was better, and how is it better? I'll jump in there. I had a small team, an operation of perhaps at any given time, four players. And it was more a group of individuals trying to keep costs down. We did title it the Joe Sacchetti Group. Um, and I had seen some of these guys grow to be big leaders. And um, you know, it was a pat on the back, but it certainly wasn't anything to, to keep me personally in check with, with running a team to see some of the team agents go on and, and create their own team or just go out as individuals and, and run good books. So, you know, here came Andrew Undum to work with me on the team. And immediately I just saw something different, a lot of drive. And uh, I noticed where I was missing out in the big picture of slinging houses on a day to day. And that was absolutely on the, the tech side. So, you know, our age delta is there. I'm, I'm 41, Andrew in his tw 20s. 
um, it just worked out perfectly to see that some of the stuff I was missing out on, you know, the website, the overall web presence, you know, running a good solid CRM. Andrew, you, just you were it. still using a fax machine and <laughs> and a beeper. If we want to get really dry, Andrew. <laughs> ask Andrew what I was using. It was disgusting. I mean, paper files everywhere. It was uh, a great relationship to see Andrew come in and just clean up shop. Yeah, I had about 40 CDs in your back seat. And- yeah, man. It was a, <laughs> right, okay. it was a boot, boot office. <laughs> Disaster. Okay, so let's, ha- let's talk about double dipping because that's what everybody wants to know. That's what I want to know, right? First of all, how many houses did you double dip? Last year we did 32 okay. out of, um, you know, at a two thirteen, so you're double dipping fifteen percent. Yes, is that right, or is it thirty two as in sixty four? No, we, well, no, we did three hundred twenty four units. I think some of those. Let me think here. We double dip probably close to. I'd say probably close to thirty is probably the right number. So right around ten percent. Okay, yeah. but, and, uh, and nowadays with everything being uh, public, it's more and more difficult than ever to double dip. Anytime more difficult today than ever in history. To double dip, because if you look up a house online, uh, if you type in an address online, the chance of you getting Joe's cell phone number are like 0%. <laughs> it's going to show Zillow, Trulia, you know, who's ever paying the money. They pay so much money for those search engines to pop up with that listing before yours. Yours is like 10th uh, on the list. So so how are you doing that? How are you getting this 10%? How'd you do these 30 so one thing you, you touched on is important. You do have to have a presence in your marketplace on on any site that's relevant right now, which you have, you know, your Zillow, Trulia, Realtor.com. We use Boomtown and all of our signs, all of our calls get answered every single time. You cannot call one of our numbers and not get an answer because our OSA um, and her kind of support system set up that we always take the call. So, excuse me, ISA in that capacity. Regarding the double dipping, in Baltimore City, there's a lot of renovations. So, for example, if, a, if we help a builder acquire a property, he owns it, he's going to start renovating it, building it. We have the plans. We're guiding him through the process. That whole time, this maybe 90-day, 120-day period, the house is not on the market. It's not in the multiple list. No one knows anything about it. But we know we have a nice, sexy 450K listing, three-bed, three-and-a-half-bath parking, tax credit home coming up and we can just bring buyers through hey you want to pick your tile you want to pick your hardwood check this out no one else can show you this so that's kind of the main way i think what do you think joe well i'm um, going with that you, you got to stay in front of these listings the the banners in town we have the bigger banners um all on all properties so we're trying to get the consumer before they even get online to start calling us um online presence we are the ones buying the the zip codes we want as hard as it is, Pat. You, you mentioned, um, you know, got to go to like the eighth person online to find who actually is the listing. Yeah, but when you buy those zip codes, you're actually buying other people's listings. Exactly. You know, so we're we're doing everything we can to be the first person they talk to. It may not happen. Our 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 real goal is to be heavy in buyers. You know, our our agents are. Focus on grabbing those buyers. Our ISA is grabbing them. Our OSA is bringing in listings that procure more buyers. So it's she's just, just what, like, okay, first of all, you, I'm going to have you later explain uh, OSA uh, versus the ISA. But but what this person who's answering the phone is doing is doing whatever they can to get the name, email address, or they already have that, I guess. T- tell me how that works. What uh, what sort of system do you have in place? So you get, uh, you got a hot property coming up. 
uh, that you get the word out, you know, 90 days ahead of time? Yeah. So there's a lot of ways to get the word out. That's kind of a separate question. But how the system works with the ISA, short for inside sales agent handling inbound type of, of leads, is anytime someone calls off a sign or calls off of Google or finds any of our stuff online, we use a consistent phone number that all gets directed towards the ISA. Same thing if we get um, a Facebook lead, uh, you know, a Boomtown lead, Zillow lead, any number of leads, they go directly to this person. Her job is to cultivate this lead and turn it into a warm, pre-qualified, not working with another agent appointment for, uh, for the team. So that's, that's the, the bullet points. And, and this person, like, are they physically there in your office? All of our agents and, and our staff are in the office. Okay. Yeah. And, and wh- wh- where'd you find there and, and what's her personality like? She's an awesome personality. Her name's Danielle. Oddly enough, she's in a relationship with one of the agents on the team, but we make sure there's no preferential lead treatment, Pat. Um, <laughs> wants, wants it to be fair. Yeah. But you do have to have the right personality. This person needs to know how to be on the phone, execute on the phone, uh, bond, rapport. And furthermore, identify the personality on the other end of the line. So, you know, perhaps, you know, if they're a high D like myself, or DI, or, or more of an analytical person, maybe an SRC, there's different agents that might gel better, and, and she identifies that as well. Okay, so let me get this straight. First of all, what personality is she? What DISC is she? She is high S, mid C, high I. It's just perfect, I think. Okay, so she's bubbly, she's nurturing, she's patient. And, um, and, and she loves this. Did she do telemarketing before this? No, nope, nope. But we're constantly getting better. You know, administrative work, very organized kind of person, um, running the day to day of her son, you know, that logistic alone makes her a master of a calendar. And that's important to recognize that she's sinking in with the entire team's calendar. All of our agents are required to be on a calendar that the administrators get to review. So she'll get that lead warm, fuzzy, ready for an appointment and she'll just lock it in right there and then. She and then, is- so she, she's on it. She loves what she does. How much do you pay her? What do you, how's that work? You get her bonuses? What? Um, here's where our profit margins start to begin. Okay. So, well, she's a hundred percent commission, so there's really no wow. margin. Wow. Um, but we, we tear up nicely. Again, she gets all of our, all of our, you know, all of our leads buying or selling she tees them up and all of our inbound leads that is and she gets 20 percent of the gross commission income on an appointment she sets up now if you're on our team i mentioned the high splits earlier if you get an isa lead if we're saying hey pat you're a buyer's agent here's a great lead they want to go buy 300k do your thing we take a bigger piece of the pie we're taking um 60 of that and the buyer's agent would get 40 so and out they, of our, they split it with you. Right, right. 40 to split us, 40 the 20. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. They get 60. She gets 20. You get 20. No, no, no. Excuse me. Buyer's agent gets 40. The house gets 40. ISA gets 20. Oh, okay. That's better. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Uh, I would imagine that adds up for her. She does well. She's looking down the barrel of a great year. She's already got a lot in the cooker. That was a position that we implemented last year. You know, here we are, at the beginning of the year, and um, you're probably starting to wonder if you're paying her too much. 
No, we, 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 like, <laughs> we like everybody coming out with heavy pockets around here. That's great. That's great if you can do it. Um, okay, cool. So then what's the OSA? The OSA, see these systems we're talking about, we haven't actually even really launched them. And we're excited at, you know, our goals. We just had a big team meeting. We're trying to do 450 units in 2017 um, to grow, you know, grow at a pretty healthy clip. So the ISA is new. We're really ramping that up. Finally got that synced in. OSA just started this week, outbound sales agent. And what this gentleman does, and he does have experience doing it, is he calls for sale by owners, expires, withdrawns. We did a lot of research. Um, Pat looked at some stuff you're involved in. I'm a member of the Elite Real Estate Systems Group with Jeff Cohen. I, I never went down there, but I called Jeff and said, hey, how much is it going to cost me to get into your Google Drive? The guy's awesome. So, such a nice guy. So just not trying to recreate the wheel here. Yeah, learning, smart, smart. Just learning from the masters. And what the OSA does is we get the data from Vulcan 7. So we feel like that's the best. And then we use the Mojo Dialer, Triple Line Dialer. Yep. And the Mojo now syncs with Boomtown. And we're literally this coming week, um, we're going on our first listing appointments. That's a whole other system Joe and I are working on. Who's going to go on the appointment? Who's going who's gonna to get this thing from? active to contract is sold while the other guy's going out and just snagging more listings so so but like what do you, like i understand you have all the systems and i understand the outside sales agent is someone who does outbound calling rather than you know a pitcher and a catcher you have the isa which is your catcher then you need a pitcher who's going to reach out one by one to people do you want to sell do you want to buy do you want to sell do you want to buy where are they getting these people's names and numbers yeah, so we use that Vulcan 7 for the data for like the for sale by owner, expired, withdrawn. Okay, so you're going after all that, yeah. Going after all that. We haven't got into the circle dialing or just calling random neighborhoods yet. That, that might be next, but. Yeah, you should because you're probably not going to have, you're not, you're not going to be able to keep her busy enough just with expires and fizzbos. We'll see. I mean, I, mean I, I don't know how many expires Baltimore City has right now, but. Well, you know, we go everywhere. Like I'm from Harford County. Joe's from Carroll County. A couple of our guys in our office are from Carroll County. We got guys living in Howard County. I know that's your turf down there in Howard County. Okay. But, so you're going to go all over. You're going to blow it out. We're going to blow it out, man. We're blowing this thing up. Have you ever lost a listing? Have you ever just kind of gotten kicked in the stomach because you felt sure that you got a listing and uh, the rapport was incredible and then they call and tell you they listed with somebody else or even worse they send you an email and tell you they've chosen someone else it hurts man i know it's happened to me tons of times and i hated it and um, so because of that i created a product called a certified listing agent i got the eight top listing agents in the world and recorded their listing appointments everything no holds bars no secrets here everything and then after each listing appointment we uh, discussed it and uh, created a course out of it it's uh, over 10 hours of intense uh, video and it's for you to watch and never lose a listing again check it out there's a lot of free samples you can go in and see kind of what it's like before you uh, sign up for it uh, rebusuniversity.com we also got the the uh, highly popular CTA certified team agent with Jeff Cohn and that is how to build a massive team, how Jeff went from 80 to 580 units in four years. 
and uh, what he does behind the scenes, what forms he uses, how his systems are run, everything on the CTA, Certified Team Agent, and many things to come. If, you, if you're interested, go to uh, rebusuniversity.com. Put yourself on the mailing list there. Uh, we have a price reduction course. We have a 101 ways to get uh, real estate leads for free. We have an ISA course coming out, uh, a lead handling course, not not how to lead generate. There's, there's a ton of courses that other people do on that, but this is how to efficiently capture leads and work with them. So uh, they have a couple of courses coming out on that aspect. So anyways, rebusuniversity.com. Check it out, guys. You'll be glad you did. Now on uh, with the show. So talk to me about how you deal with the builders there. So so everyone listening can understand this. So what these guys do is, you know, they'll buy a, a ha- they'll find a house that's a deal, right? Or or full of mold yep. or you know, as the 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 flippers and the and the uh, builders yep. like to say, mold is gold. Yeah, uh, they, they find a house that no one else will buy. They sell it. Uh, then the builder puts money in it, and then they use you guys to list and sell it. So where do you find flippers? Well, going back before even finding the flipper, the gold is in the mold. So um, you know, if uh, if anything, go find the inventory, and with that, the builders will come. Provide mm-hmm. the builders with mm-hmm. buyers, and you got a friend for life. You know the um, the the idea of working with a builder, I'm always amazed with how many realtors are intimidated by that kind of client. Yes, that client is demanding. Yes, that client knows if you're full of it. But at the same time, their whole purpose in life is to buy and then to sell. That, to me, means dollars on all different equations. And then on top of it, if you can match up the buyer with that, actually, it's a, that's a that's a triple hit. You know, I'm I'm procuring the deal, right? And bringing the builder in as a purchaser, and then on top of it, we're bringing the buyers in. We do that a good bit. In fact, a lot of the buyers in the community are starting to recognize us as carrying the weight of the new construction in the in the downtown neighborhoods, and in turn, coming to our site asking us what we have coming. That's really flattering. But you know, to get the builder community, you're calling them flippers. The um, you know, the, the idea is getting banners up on all the, the new construction. Builders talk to one another, whether it be in investment groups or just at zoning hearings, running into each other. They're hearing what's going on. They're seeing our numbers increase for the sales for other builders, and they're wondering why they're not getting that with a, a realtor that they're with right now. All that stuff comes back to home base, but it definitely, definitely means you got to have you know your pencil sharp and, and be ready to do good book. Good book is you know, quality customer service. You got builders that are calling you at seven in the morning, you got builders that are calling you at eight o'clock at night, trying to figure out where we need to be with the, you know, pricing and how to build out with the buyer. There's a lot of handholding when you're bringing in what we call pre-list situations. That's bringing in a buyer to a builder before we've even got to completion. Yeah. There's extra work there, obviously. If they're picking out counters and they're picking out carpet and you're kind of doing extra work for the same commission, but you are getting paid twice because you're, you're double dipping it. You nailed it. You know, so we're trying to, we're we're not necessarily trying to make less work for ourselves, but we're trying to figure out how to make that as efficient as possible. For example, bringing the showroom into our offices so that we can bring the buyers. Oh, really? Tell me about that. Well, you know, for instance, uh, working with a large cabinet, 
supplier to a couple of our builders led us to think, hey, why don't we bring a cabinet catalog into our offices? Fortunately, we had the space here in Canton on, in the broom factory in Baltimore that allowed us to have a fairly large catalog of cabinet samples. And, you know, realtors will call us up all the time and say, hey, where do our buyers go for um, – for samples, we just tell them to come on into the home so, base. So let me get this straight: you got a big room with a with counters with different cabinets on the wall, like different yep. color cabinets. Yep. Well, it's not it's not that flattering, Pat. I mean, <laughs> they're, they're smashed in a closet. We'll pull them out if we need to. The cabinets look nice. Good, good, good. I like the showroom idea better. Maybe we'll edit that out. No, I'm just teasing. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, well, we get the point. We get the point. You, you're you know, worst case, you're throwing them in the car and bringing them on there and saying, hey, opening up the door and saying, hey, what do you think about these or. What well, here's some ca- ca- carpet samples or what have you? It's right. not difficult. You get a bunch of pieces of granite. You get some hardwood. You you get some cabinets, and it's a piece of cake. So, for advice for people listening, right? I, I'm assuming that a lot of these houses that you're finding for the builder to begin with are MLS properties, right? They're not. Um, you know, the majority of the mold properties are, are are foreclosures. Foreclosure agents are random. You know, generally, most continue to stay listing agents and don't do a lot of buyers because they like the niche of the foreclosure agent listing, right? Or are you guys getting the foreclosures from the banks first? Well, that, that's the million-dollar question, Pat. Everyone, it's a highly competitive market. Everyone knows, you know, buy, buy low, sell high. It's what everyone on the planet wants to do. We actually don't get a ton of them from the MLS. Don't get me wrong, we're, we're very responsive to those types of deals when they do come up. But we find a lot of them just that, you know, just from connections, getting the word out, networking, talking to people in the community. The presence has grown. We make it known hey, we give you a high cash offer, no contingencies, the easiest way to sell your property. Take anything you want, leave whatever you want, show up in two weeks, get your check. Um, door knock. You just got to be, you always got to be hustling. So the advice would be, for example, I was showing a house three weeks ago, showing my house to a buyer, downtown Canton, nice 400K buyer, nice couple looking at some nice places. I see an old man walking into his end unit house. And this house was a little bit decrepit. But I said, that's a guy I want to talk to. Just a little bit decrepit. Yeah. So I say, excuse me, guys, you mind if I go knock on this guy's door? And they're like, yeah, no problem. Do your thing. Go knock on the gentleman's door. I say, hey, sir, um, you have a nice big end unit here. This house is worth a lot of money. Have you had any thoughts of selling? Just like a random hustle act. Yeah, sure. Not out of 10, he's going to say no. But turns out this guy looked at me and said, you know, that's crazy. I just walked down to the local bank to see if someone would help me find someone to, to sell this house. I'm moving to Ocean City. And I said, can I come in for a minute? I come in, we look at the house, excellent shell opportunity. We call them shells down here in, in Baltimore City in these row home communities. We ended up selling it to a builder, bought it right away. That's going to be a $600,000 listing. Hasn't even started construction yet. We got banners all over it, and Get an offer already. We might double on that one, and that's a you know that's a one point two million dollar day for just identifying an opportunity. Yeah, for seeing, at- seeing an old guy going into a house and and knocking it. That that's great. So you keep mentioning the, the these banners. Tell me about that. Well, in Baltimore City, it's not your traditional yard sign right it's very impervious not a lot of grass so one way you can use the signs is there's these city signs where they hang signs out of a window with a little plastic contraption i'm sure you know other people have seen them in urban areas because there's uh, no front yard is what you're saying right yeah. no front yard so but we like to just put a big it's almost like a poster banner on the outside saying hey this is coming soon 
um, give us a call if you're interested in this property, and we have a good bit of those. More, more is better. These things are not poster size. They so are, you're kind of like hanging them from one window to the other. We have an installer who actually fastens them, fastens them to the facade of the home. Uh, they're approximately four by eight, and they say our name big and bold. Four by eight, eight feet? Correct. Four, four feet by our, eight feet. Our investment last year in banners was every bit of 7K. I mean, and, and on top of that, we probably, you know, the return on that was every bit of four, Wait, four times. Yeah, you know what happens? These builders will throw your banner away. Oh, hey, sir, we had to take off the form stone. We had to repoint the brick. We threw your banner away. I'm like, look, buddy, the commission just went up. <laughs> yeah. Four feet by eight feet. On the front of the house, and what is and it? Just and what's it say? Sure Group, Sure Group, which is short for Sacchetti Undum Real Estate Group. Sure Group, SureSalesGroup.com. Phone number, website, brokerage. It, it doesn't doesn't say coming soon. No. Okay, so you're throwing this thing up on the shell, right? Let's just use this story here of this old guy, right? He says, "Sure, yes, I want to sell it." You're like, "I got the buyer." The, 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 the builder makes him an offer. He takes it. Next thing you know, you throw up this four by eight. Let's say sure group. Do the other agents get mad that you're like, uh, you know, trying to hoard this stuff to yourself and say, you need to share it in MLS. Absolutely not. We actually, and one thing I love about my partner, Joe here is like, you're not going to find a guy in town or gal in town to have anything bad to say about him. It's just, we work with the other agents. We love working. We love co-oping. Um, all day long, if an agent calls us, Hey, do you have something? Well, absolutely. You know, we're working for our client, the seller. So it's, you know, it's one, we, we field calls almost daily, Pat, with agents calling us up, asking us what inventory they have. And, and that, that's great. And our builders recognize that we're setting up builder tours well before their home is complete. And they just love seeing that hustle. And other agents do it too. So it's like, it's not like we're like the only ones doing it. Yeah. You know, How many builders do you work with that uh, on a regular basis that, you like like this old guy's house. Just keep using that example. Like, did you call five of them, or did you call your favorite one, or what'd you do? See, that's a good question. I don't want to get in trouble here. I'm not sure who's going to listen to this, but you know, there's opportunities. Some people, what a lot of people would have done in this situation was maybe try to contract it, try to wholesale it, because it is a very you know you're buying equity right out of the gate. One thing we want to do is we want to return the favor to these builders. So if I find a great deal, I'm not going to get greedy and for easy numbers contract for it. Con contract it myself for 100 and sell it to them for 120 and everyone's happy i'll just let them make all the money and then when they find a shell that we had nothing to do with they're going to give it to us but we work with a handful of builders no one has an unsatiable appetite you know if, if someone just bought 10 they might say hey man i got to sell some of these before i acquire more um most of these so most of these guys are only flipping a couple at a time is what you're saying no uh the handful that we work with are doing, on average, 15 to 20 units a year. Maybe more. Oh, yeah. One a month. One a month or so. Yeah. Okay. It's, a, it's an all-year operation, which feeds us well. Average price that they buy is what? Acquisition at entry is anywhere from 150 to two and a quarter. Mm, Fix-up costs? 150. Uh, no shit. 150? So they're putting 100? They're taking... <laughs> I mean, our, the, the, our city buyer has turned into a diva of divas, and okay. some of these builders were taken out to spec lots out in the counties, selling big, you know, single families that are going at retail from anywhere from seven to eight, 
uh, and we're putting in less out there for these city homes that are selling at four, four and a quarter. It's just the mindset of that young urban professional. Everybody wants to live in the Ritz Carlton, you know, Indeed. Uh, um, that's kind of, we're happy to give it to them. Yeah. So, well, right. I, or I should say a lot of millennials or, you know, people that will be uh, moving into something like that, wanting to live in a, in a, a busy city area, you know, likes the luxury. So, okay. So you, you know, 150, you put 150 in it, you sell it for 400. That's the 400. easiest. 150, 150, 400. Okay. So they're making, you know, 50 to a hundred, 50 to 75, maybe each flip or so. The other relevant thing here, Pat, is in Baltimore City, there's these tax credits, very unique to our market. I actually will link it up in the show notes. I, I did a video really in-depthly explaining what this tax credit is. But um, Baltimore City does encourage renovations of these older uh, historic row homes if you do it per uh, historic guidelines. So there's a little added benefit of these renovations that probably helps uh, increase the sales price a bit. Benefit to the buyer or the to builder? To the buyer, to the end user. To the end user. Yeah, but like a 10-year transferable tax credit Um it's called the CHAP tax credit, very popular in, in most of the downtown neighborhoods, but I, I recorded a 15-minute video explaining it. It's kind of in-depth. Uh, okay. Yeah, we'll put a link on that to hybendigital.com backslash sure, S-U-R-E, hybendigital.com backslash sure. All right, guys, so th th this is amazing. What would you say if you had to boil it down to one thing that you've done uh, together as a team that has made you so much more successful than, uh, you know, one plus one, because one plus one is equaling six versus before four years ago, one plus one just equal two. You know what I mean? Like what, 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 where's the magic there? Well, from a partnership standpoint, well, I, I guess you never want to stumble on the same stone twice. So we've made a lot of mistakes. Um, try to learn from those and learning from guys like you, Pat. I mean, we both read your book. We, we were constantly in the scene of what's going on with Boomtown, what's going on with these other teams, how's, how are different brokerages operating, how's the industry changing, um, and we just work our asses off. Yeah, best practices, right? right. Hard work and, and follow best practices. This is great. This this has been amazing. So let's wrap this up with our uh, flagship question, guys. And this is the, and that is this: if I if I were to take you, let's say as a, or or maybe you each have a different answer to this. I'd be curious if you have the same answer or different. If I were to take you both independently, right, and put you with eight other agents on an island, right, Joe against Andrew against, uh, you know, eight other agents out there, and each agent's got a thousand dollars, a cell phone, and a laptop computer. And there's a lot of commerce on this island. There's people buying and selling things. And there's a lot of real estate sales. But all the 10 agents on the island that are on this game show don't know anybody. Whoever sells the least amount of homes each week gets thrown off the island, loses the game show. The last agent standing who sold the most amount of homes wins a million dollars. How are you guys going to compete? How are you going to win this show? Uh, uh, Joe here. I'm going to jump in. Um, one thing I always tell all the guys on the team is uh, it's a it's a pool of quote-unquote professionals that we work with day-to-day, -day and, and we compete with them. That's, that's the world we live in. This is a competitive market. I am amazed by the presentation of some of our 
are professionals in our industry. Meaning, you know, I go to a showing, there's a guy in ripped up jeans and flip flops, and he's representing a buyer for one of my half million dollar listings. It just doesn't fly. So you put me on that island, and I'm going to dress better than you. For one. So my father, when I got into this business at like 24 years old, was dying laughing because I looked like I was 13 years old. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he was like, you better dress like you know what you're talking about here, kid, because you look like you were still in high school. Yeah. Um, you know, so 500 bucks probably isn't going to get me much of a wardrobe. A starter kit, yeah. Well, yeah, we get it at Sears or something. I mean. Yeah, yeah. and that was where my first uh, suit came from. It was like Macy's over in, uh, in, in the mall there. But um, it was the same kind of gig. It was just uh, – Wearing, I tell the guys on the team, I was like, yeah, you can, get, you can go a lot farther if you wake up in the morning and put on some creased pants. Mm. Um, Damn, you tell them that. So like an agent shows up. Yeah, you know, I, <laughs> we're in an urban vibe. So, you know, some things go that perhaps wouldn't go on Wall Street per se. But it's nice to just see guys yeah. and, women, and women dressing up to sell people the largest asset that they have in their entire portfolio. And that asset is likely going to help out their family to come. It so, just shows you're serious, I think. It shows you're serious, shows you respect them. Um, so on that island, I'll be dressed very well. Okay. I'm going to work harder than them as well. You know, it's something where um, I'm a big believer about turning the lights on and turning the lights off if you're the CEO and, and the owner of this operation. Andrew and I are always here. We're always working. So you better be on that island ready to work. Mm. Um, and knowledge is power. You know, it's cliche, but at the end of the day, if you're going to ask a realtor in town where the next market is, you know, what's the pioneering areas, what's the hotspots, what's the safe bet, we know it. And it's it's from selling in those markets, of course, but it's just study in general. You know, get out there, see where, you know, the new, um, the new places are going, you know, follow the restaurant scene, follow the arts, you know, see where things are going, follow the development, read your your business journals in town. Um, so we know that on a, on the reg and, and, um, we know it well. In fact, we, I would say we're, we're setting some markets up to be the next spot with the amount of inventory that we're doing. <laughs> really? I, I find that fascinating. So it's kind of like water, you know, uh, in a flood, right? You see it, you see another neighborhood bleeding. You see an up and coming neighborhood or a neighborhood where it's already up and came, Right. And where is it going to bleed into or where the next place is going to be based on, you know, a couple of restaurants or a couple of rehabs or something like that. And you try to define that and then try to help uh, make that happen. Exactly. And uh, it's working. Um, and it's just so flattering to see investors and developers and primary homeowners take advantage of you know the education and the, and the power we give them. All of that's going to keep us afloat on the island. So do you go to do you ever call builders and, and be like, hey, you should go to, you know, Funky Town and they're like, Funky Town, that's the ghetto, you know, I'm not going there. I mean, what what makes you say that? And then you have to say, Oh, no, no, you got that wrong. This 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 thing just opened up. This uh, does that happen? We do indeed. You know, we get some laughs and some some uh you guys are freaking out of your mind. And and Andrew said, you know, you gotta understand the the appetite on all of your different clients. So we know who to bring some some stuff too that's just way out of the box. We know some guys that just would never cross over that line. Um, and and that, that goes to say you should know your client too and, and you know, know their bandwidth, know uh, their buying power. And you know, you don't want to put somebody who has no tolerance for risk in, in some of these areas. But at the same time, you got some people that are really excited and appreciative that you're thinking about them. Even if they don't exercise the buy, the fact that you're having a touch with a client goes so far. The fact that I'm showing my client that 
concern and care for their well-being by saying, hey, I'm reading this. I'm going over here and looking at it. I'm going to do a tour of some of these properties. Do you want to jump in and just see what's going on? That stuff speaks volumes. So when I'm on the island, while Joe's, <laughs> while Joe's chatting, <laughs> yeah. spending half an hour explaining about some market they may or may not be interested in, what I'm going to do, Pat, I'll tell you exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to take my cell phone. I'm going to put that entire $1,000 into today. Today, he said 1000 Today, I would put it into a combination of Facebook and Instagram advertising. I put every penny in it, and I just wait for my phone to ring. And when that phone rings, to Joe's point, I'm going to be extremely knowledgeable. I'm going to know absorption rates, list to sales price ratio. My listing presentation is going to be fire, kind of like you teach people how to do with your new listing course. Um, and I'm going to close, 100% closing, 100% investment in Facebook and Instagram. That's awesome. Okay, so so I got to ask, because we need some meat and potatoes here. What exactly are you going to post on Instagram? And what exactly are you going to post on Facebook? Well, it's going to, you know, there's a due diligence period before you start firing, lighting money on fire. Um, so I'd probably find out, you know, where the seller's market is, where the buyer's market is, something to the effect of, hey, there's only two houses for sale on the market in your neighborhood. The last five have sold in the first two weeks for 99% of list price. I'll guarantee a 101% of list price. Give me old Bob Lucido, Craig Northrop guarantee. Right, right. Interesting. Fascinating. And you know, with both of those, which are, they're owned by the same company, the algorithms are now currently set so that, you know, the live videos are, are free boosts, free boosts that would, that probably in the future are going to cost, you know, thousands of dollars are free now. So, you know, the idea, in my opinion, would be to just be live as much as possible. Uh, absolutely. That's, that's the name of the game. We're getting into that more and more. I haven't executed on it yet, but you're absolutely right. Rockstar Nation, get on Facebook Live. Get there on you Instagram. Go. <laughs> you got to do it now before the prices skyrocket. It's free. That's right. That's free right. Well, listen, guys, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Everything that uh, we talked about is going to be on hybendigital.com backslash sure hybendigital.com backslash sure and if you want some information on the jeff cone product that he mentioned earlier is certainly go to rebusuniversity.com and the the certified team agent is on there all the behind the scenes footage and everything from jeff cone's office in omaha nebraska is on there listen guys thanks again listen We'll definitely connect uh, next time I come down to Canton or surrounding areas. We'll definitely get together and break some bread. Come on in, man. We'll have a crab cake and do some time. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Pat. Appreciate time. Thanks, Pat. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Rockstars. Please be sure to leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening. All five-star reviews help us get better and better guests for your listening pleasure. And if you have a great review, I'll read it on the show. We are so proud of this show now with over a million downloads in 79 countries around the world. Also, don't forget to buy my book if you haven't already. Six Steps to Seven Figures, a real estate agent's guide to building wealth and creating your destiny. With an intro by Gary Keller. Sold everywhere online books are sold. You can always go to pathyben.com and find out about all things Pat Hyben. And don't forget to follow me on social media. 
All you gotta do is type in my name. I'm everywhere and easy to find. I hope to meet face-to-face someday, but in the meantime, let's meet on social media. Thanks again for listening and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.